Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks, welcome to another Wednesday night. Trust you're doing well, and uh, trusting that you're serving the Lord and doing what you're supposed to be doing while you're here in this world. And uh, thankful, very thankful tonight. I just, the fact that's the message I'm going to be talking about tonight is cultivating a lifestyle of thanksgiving. I was reminded on Sunday when Pastor Scott was uh, preaching, he was actually teaching on healing, uh, finishing up that message, but he gave us a lot of great points of how to, uh, to get victory in your life. And one of them was he talked about is always being thankful. And uh, it reminded me that sometimes it's so easy to get used to just, uh, just not thanking uh, God or thanking people or thank. If you have a lifestyle of thank, I could have, it could have titled this "Cultivating a Lifestyle of Praise," because really, when you begin to thank God and pray, it begins to bring praise into it. You're praising Him when you're thanking Him. So I wanted to talk to you about that tonight because it's so vital in this day and this hour because we, we need victory in our life. We need to walk in the, the presence of God. We need to have victory in every situation because there's so many things going on. You know, uh, I've often said, you've heard me say it here probably, it's easy to praise God at a clear day at noon, but what do you do when things aren't going well? Uh, what do you do then? <laughs> then the rubber meets the road, doesn't it? Then you find out really where you're at, what, what, what you really believe. Now. Paul, Paul, I'm going to talk a little bit at first about Paul and what, what he did and what he talked about. Uh, if you, if you, one of my favorite books is Philippians, and it's talking about being, having joy and rejoicing, and, and, but it's also talking about uh, being thankful. Uh, in, in Philippians 4.4, 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Well, you can't be rejoicing if you're not thanking God. It goes on to say in, in verse 6, it says, Be anxious or worrisome about nothing, but in all things, you know, with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, making your, and thanksgiving, and thanksgiving, making your requests known unto God. And then what happens? Then the peace that passes understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So we're to focus on those things about thanksgiving. We're to be thankful at all times. You know, it's it's really amazing that, uh, how th- just being thankful and, and, and saying thank you sometimes can actually open the door to favor and blessing. Did you know that? It really can. Over in Acts 16, you've heard me preach on this before or talk about this before, but one of my favorite passages also. Paul and Silas are in prison and been beaten and thrown into the lowest part of the pit, uh, the stocks, and put in stocks. And But at midnight, now this is... This is what kind of what Pastor Scott was talking about on Sunday when he was going through such a t- terrible time with his back, and but he was holding on to what God said, even in the troubled times. Whatever you're going through, this works for anything you're going through. Uh, but at midnight, it says, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Now, you can't do that without a thankful spirit, a thankful heart, a grateful heart. Amen. And the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors opened and everyone's chains were loose. 
praise and worship, thankful, a thankful heart, a heart of gratitude will bring favor to you, will bring God on the scene, will bring deliverance many times for what you need. Now, we're to focus on how good God is, even in the midst of our trouble. And, and Paul never allowed circumstances to keep him from praising God and being grateful what God had done in his life. Listen, my friends, God has done so much for us. It's so easy to get cynical or, or, or complain and gripe. And that's what they did in, in, the, uh, uh, how, in the Old Testament. They, 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 they griped and complained. You know, Paul never, never uh, complained. And uh, complaining is, is becoming discontent with who you are. Amen. If you're born again, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, then you got a lot to be thankful for. You're on your way to heaven. When this, when your number's called, when it's time you're leaving this earth, thank God you're not going down, you're going up. The elevator's going up, not going down. And we have to be very thankful of that. But you know, it's so easy to fall into that trap of complaining and and, and griping and little things, little foxes. And what's it say? Little foxes spoil the vine. In other words, little little foxes will cause more trouble to you and may become bigger and louder and larger than what God has done for you. Amen? So, you know, and if, uh, early on, we read uh, the, uh, uh, discontent and uh, complaining will lead you to do things that aren't, you shouldn't be doing. Now, Paul never complained, was, was uh, never depressed because he knew that he, if he kept praying with a thankful heart, praising, praising God, that God would turn things around. You ever think about that? You want things to turn around in your life? Begin to praise him, begin to thank him, begin to glorify his name. Paul was a model for us as Jesus was our model. Amen? Amen. He was full of joy full of praise, even in the midnight hour. So we can be too. Oh, we're to thank God and give him glory and thanksgiving. Not only God, but thank people around you. Thank God for what you have. Thank God for, you know, well, uh, nothing ever good goes for me. You, that's a lie, first of all. You, you've had a lot of good things happen to you. But thank God for, if you're, if you're married, thank God for your spouse. You know, the more you thank them, it's kind of like telling them that you love them. Uh, it just cultivates that, that attitude of gratitude in your heart for somebody and, and how much that can raise their spirits and raise their, uh, their heart to, the, the, you know, to be thankful. Thank other people. Thank God for your children. Thank God for what he's done for you in, in your life and what he's doing and what he says in his word. It's so important. I remember Pastor Scott saying, you know, he would say those scriptures even when he was in dire pain. And thank God that his word is true. Amen? We're in a fight here, but you, we're to walk in victory. How are we to walk in victory? You begin to thank God and praise God for what he has done and will do. Amen? Amen. There's so many scriptures. I, I'm going to turn to this one in Luke uh, chapter 17. It's a, it's a good story. You, you'll remember it when I start to read it. But in Luke 17, it's about the, the ten lepers. And the ten lepers... Uh, show you the power of thanksgiving. And in verse 12, well, it's for verse 11. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and, and Galilee. Then he entered a certain village. There he met 10 men who were lepers 
who stood afar off. Do you know what leprosy, you got to, you were commanded to stand a ways off from people. How many of you know Jesus will always bring you near if you allow him to? Amen? Amen. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. How many of you know it's always good to ask the Lord to help you? Lord, have mercy on me, you know. Help me get through these times, get through these troubles. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that they went, they were cleansed. They were doing what he told them to do. How many of you know obedience is better than sacrifice? If he tells you to do something in his word or he tells you by the spirit, then do it. it it's so much better for you. Amen? And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down at his feet, giving him what? Thanks. You ever think about it? Thanks, Lord. You, I, I've been cleansed. I've been healed. And, and it, he was a Samaritan. Or, and he was an outcast. In fact, in I think the Amplified, he was an alien <laughs> to uh, the Jewish tradition and religion. So Jesus answered and said to him, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were they not any? Oh, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And in the King James, it says, has made you whole. Not only cleansed, but now you're whole. Amen. And what, 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 what did he do there? He knew that something great had happened to him. He had been healed. He had been delivered. And what did he do? He went back and thanked God, thanked Jesus for healing him. And, and so what do we do? You say, well, I don't have all this to thank God for. Maybe you've been going through sickness and never got uh, the healing that you want. But here's here's the thing. Begin to thank him. Begin to praise him. Are you born? Have you, have you accepted Christ as your Savior? Begin to thank him. Lord, I thank you for such a great salvation that you've, <laughs> I was on my way to hell, but you delivered me from, I was in darkness, but you brought the light of your dear son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for for giving your life for me, dying for me. I'll tell you what, it changes your whole uh, attitude. It changes, it makes you grateful for, for what he's done. Because even, even if you don't have everything in this life the way you would want it, and, and things don't always turn out uh, in, a, in a way that, that, that's pleasing in a way, thank God you're on your way to heaven. I like the thing to think when you, you take your last breath, is to be absent from the body, is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. And they don't get any better than that because we're all, all going through things in life. We're all seeing things. You know, we've heard people say, well, uh, everything seemed to be going pretty good until I began to uh, got become a Christian and began to trust God and do this, and then all hell broke loose. Listen, you weren't doing good. <laughs> you, were on your, you were on your way to somebody, a place you didn't want to be, and, and he, he gave you life, life more abundantly. But here's the thing, you can always trust him, but with part of that trust comes with thanking him at all times, thanking him and giving him praise. You know, it's so, I, I find it so interesting that if you go somewhere, if, uh, somebody to say thank you is, is, is very difficult. 
you'll go to some places and fast food places or somewhere, some of them you go and you have to thank them for serving you, you know, rather than you're the customer. And they, but other places, now I have to say, they've been trained right. They're, they're, their uh, workforce is, is very thankful. Thank you. Come again. We're glad to have you here. You know, that that's, I'll tell you what, where do you want to go more often? You want to go to where people treat you like that, right? Well, think about it. You, you talk to God like that. You thank him for what he's done. You're opening a door of blessing. You're opening a place where he can come in and bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, Psalm 107, which I've read before here, but I always like to go back to it. It's one of my favorite psalms. In fact, I read it today uh, again. And, it, and it, it's a, a thanksgiving to the Lord for his great work of, of deliverance. Amen? So here's what it says, part of it. I'll just read part of it. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for what? He is good. Now, okay, there's one thing right there. You can mark it down. I give thanks to you, Lord, because you're good. You're good. You, you, no, nobody is like you. Nobody like our God. You're good. And then it goes on to say, for his mercy is, endures for a day. No, forever. I can depend on his mercy today. When I messed up yesterday or, or 10 minutes ago, I can say, Lord, forgive me. And he gives me mercy. He gives me a, a way to get back on what I'm supposed to be doing and go on and not not have to lay back in that, oh, I'm, I'm miserable, I'm you know, and begin to get condemnation from the devil because he never condemns us. He always convicts us, but he never condemns us. Amen. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Are you redeemed from darkness? Are you redeemed from uh, uh, eternal damnation? Are you redeemed uh, uh, from uh, the things that God has said he's, he's done for us? I'm sure we are, aren't we? If we're if we accepted him. Now, what do we do? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say so. I'm Lord, Lord, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I've been redeemed. <laughs> redeemed from the old way of living, and I've got to found a new way of living, a new life divine. Amen? Because Jesus Christ is in my life. It just changes your whole countenance and attitude and the way you look at things is you know that he's with you. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever thank him for never leaving you or forsaking you, that he's always there with you regardless of what you're going through? Amen. He'll never back up, never, uh, never uh, uh, in any way. It says, I like what they amplified, never, never, never leave you or forsake you. So that's a promise. But it goes on to say, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the land, out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. Then they wandered away. Amen. How many of you have wandered away? I've wandered away a time or two. Not very far, thank goodness. You don't want to get too far. You want to come right back. But then it says down, after they cried unto the Lord, the whole reframe of this whole psalm is verse 8 again. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul, amen, <laughs> and, fill, and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Aren't you glad that your soul won't be overcome with um, worry and fear and, and bad things? But he's, he satisfies our soul. In his presence, there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. That's why we thank him. Thankfulness will bring you into the presence of God.
Then he, he, it goes on to talk about those that sat in depression and darkness and all those things. And then they cried unto the Lord. And he delivered them out of their distresses. How many of you know the first call you need to make? <laughs> it, it, it might not be 911. It probably is a, it's a call to heaven. You got the old saying, is Jesus on the hotline. Jesus, I need your help. You're going to call 911 after that if you're going through a physical problem or whatever you're having. But call on him first. Amen. And he brought them out of the darkness and out of the shadow of death. You know, darkness can be a depressing time. You can be going through depressing because of things what's, what are happening in your life, but you don't have to stay there. Begin to thank him. Verse uh, 15, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. And they went back again. They were falling out. They went their own way, doing their own thing. How many of us can get, get just like that? If we're not careful, we can slightly move away from the things of God, thinking we can do everything on our own, which we can't. We found out uh, over, if you're like me, over life, it's hard for doing uh, everything on our own. And, and then they, he delivered them again. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from, uh, from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with what? Rejoicing. Rejoicing. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Again, I say that. Then he, he went down again in, in, in verse uh, 31. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. So we see God performs miracles when we don't complain and begin to call on him. We have to focus on what he's already done and what he will do. You know, over in Psalm 78, verse 40, they often provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yet again and again, it says, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. When you begin to gripe and complain, you're doing it to the wrong one, it can, the one that can deliver you. I mean, you know, don't gripe and complain. Praise God in the midst of your trouble. Now, don't major on what you don't have or what's happening to you. Be grateful for God, for what God has already done in your life. You know, that's, that's so important. Uh, what is God's will for us? That we're to be abounding with thanksgiving over in Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Uh, Ephesians 5 says, giving thanks always. Always means always. Now, we're to look for reasons to be thankful. Uh, full of praise and to be thankful, to be grateful. Boy, I tell you what, it, uh, it's so easy to, to, to get away from that. Uh, somebody's done something good for you and the next thing you know, you're talking about them or don't care about them or going your own way. You can't be doing that. Be grateful and thankful uh, and acknowledge that God is in control of your life and he should be. How do we get started? Well, in Psalm 100, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Hallelujah. I tell you what, it'll lift your countenance when you begin to do that. When you begin to talk to the Lord, Lord, I just thank you, praise you. He brought me out of that dark place. You brought me out of where I was going. I was on the road to destruction, and you brought me out. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 95, 1 through 3. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. No, who does that? We all should do that. 
then we can sing in a sanctuary in a congregation, but we can also sing a, a, a joyful song to the Lord of our own making. Doesn't that? I was like what Keith Moore says: Not every everybody can sing. Not everybody is to record, right? Or have a microphone. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us become come before His presence with thanksgiving. How do we get in His presence? We begin to thank Him and glorify His name. Amen. And some uh, or John eleven verse forty one and forty two. It says that Jesus thanked the Father that he always heard him. You believe that? He thanked the Lord. Do you thank the Lord that he hears you when you pray, when you, when you have stressful times? Or Lord, I thank you that you're hearing my prayer. You're faithful to answer my prayer. Amen? Uh, First Thessalonians 5.18, it says, In everything, give thanks to God. What's that mean? Things are going bad. You give him thanks for the bad thing. No, you give him thanks that he's the one that can get you out of that trouble. That's what we have to look for. And I'm telling you, in this day we're living in, we need to have a thankful heart. Not to, not to the, all the trouble that's going on, but thank God. He's our deliverer. He's our helper. He's our redeemer. And he can bring uh, help in every situation. Whatever you got going on in your life, begin to thank him. Find the promise in here and begin to thank him for that promise. Begin to thank him because this, this book covers everything. <laughs> Whatever you need, he's got it for you. Amen? In 2 uh, Corinthians 2.14, Pastor Scott used this. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. In our own self? No, in Christ. Amen? Thanks be to God. Thank you, Lord, that you always lead me in triumph. I, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, it says, uh, even in death, we're to, we, he brings us victory. We, I use this, we've used this in uh, funerals and things before. Let me, let me just find that and read the whole thing. Because it's, uh, it's very important that we know these things and, and, and aspire to these things and say these things. I'll get there in a minute. This, this is my old Bible. It should turn right to it, but it didn't. Uh, praise the Lord. It's just about had it, but I love it. You ever have something you just get so used to? It's like a comfortable pair of shoes or old pair of jeans or something. You just want to wear them all the time. This is the Bible I like. I got a lot of Bibles, but this is the one I always go to. But thanks be to God who gives us the what? Victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. You always cause us to have victory and you lead us in triumph. Amen? Amen. What's, what's God's giving, uh, thankful, thanking God in prayer? You ever thank God in prayer? What, what Paul said in Philippians, but also in Colossians, it says the same thing. Thanking God in prayer. Lord, when you go to prayer, thank him that he hears your prayer. Thank him that he, he cares about you and he's doing great things for you. Now, We've got just got a few minutes left here, but I want to give you some practical steps. Think about one thing, and I could think about more, each day that you're grateful for. Thank God for it out loud. Lord, I thank you. Maybe you got wayward children. Maybe you got uh, people are not serving God that you want. Thank you, Lord, that you paid the price for them. I thank you that they may come back even today, that you'll wake them up. The Holy Spirit's doing a work in them. Thank him. Each day, read 
Psalm uh, 136. I just, I just give you, I only got a couple minutes here, but I'm going to give you a little inkling of what that says. Psalm 136. It is so powerful. You can read it every now and then. You don't have to read it every day, but read it every now and then and remind yourself of what he's done. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for his, it goes on and on and on. Aren't you glad for his mercy? Thank God in advance of what you're believing for as you pray. Thank you, Lord, that you hear my prayer, that you're also working in this position problem. Don't glorify your problems, magnify, or don't magnify your problems, magnify what God has done in order to open up the windows of heaven, pouring out a blessing to you. Satan has no defense for somebody who has a heart of gratitude. I pray tonight. I know that it's. we hear a lot of messages, and we're, I remember what Pastor Scott said Sunday. He, he got better, and, and as he got better... He was doing physical exercises, but he was also reading his scriptures and praising God, and then he kind of waned off of that. You know, we need to be have reminders all the time to do what we're supposed to be doing in order to bring ourselves into the presence of God so God can be our help, an ever-present help. So let's do that tonight. Let's be thankful in this day and this hour. Let's don't complain and gripe and, and bellyache about things that we, a lot of times they don't mean a whole lot, but they open up. Uh, uh, our heart to the enemy a lot of times for other things to enter in. So let's don't do that. Let's be thankful and thank God at all times. So let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, for a heart of gratitude, a heart that says, I thank you, Lord, for saving me, for delivering me, for helping me at all times. I thank you for your mercy, which endures forever and ever. Without it, we, I, we'd be lost. We'd be uh, wandering and and. and who knows where, but I just thank you that you're a good, good God, and we want to have a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving to you and to people around us, and we just give you thanks for, for blessings that you've poured out upon us in all things, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's been good to be with you. I'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, Make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.